Hello guys, this is my first episode of Just I Needs to Talk to Someone. First episode is with Cole Porter, a good friend of mine, and let's see how this episode goes. Hey guys, I'm uh, Cole, like Josiah said, I'm one of his friends um, down from Georgia, joining him today. Um, so I got a couple of questions for you. Um, so we just an mm-hmm. easy one to start off. Uh, how is uh, this uh, pandemic? Uh, how are you dealing with it? Well, um, man, as a baseball player myself, you know, it's kind of tough, you know, the uh, GHSA just, they just canceled, you know, uh, the rest of spring sports down here. So uh, I know in a lot of other places, sports are canceled too. So, well, you know, go well, ahead. So, like all of like spring sports like you can't play baseball this year if i'm getting yeah yeah man so uh i mean we're mid-season and it uh it cut out our season so we can't finish the season you know sports like soccer can't finish their season like any spring sport that was going on right now you know their season's pretty much canceled ah that's uh, a bummer yeah so how are you like uh are you practicing like any like baseball stuff I mean, yeah. If you want to, if you want to get better, you know, you still have to, you still have to practice. I mean, you you can't play though, which is the only thing, which is the thing that you know really hurts the most. But I mean, most guys, you know, are still out there, you know, trying to get some sort of baseball. Whether you know it's just throwing or going and hitting somewhere, they're still trying to get in, you know, that feel of baseball that they're missing right now. Mm. Um. So you you're still using that uh, batting cage thing you have there in your garage, right? I'm guessing. Yes, I am, and because um, I mean we're not allowed to even go to like the high school facility anymore. We can't even go up there and hit. So you know, oh. guys really they they have to use their own resources basically. But you know, I got you know I got stuff I can use at the house. So pretty lucky there. Yeah. Uh, so while we're in the subject of baseball, uh, what do you what made you get into baseball? Um, started baseball pretty young. You know, my dad was you know obviously a baseball guy. You know, he was an all state shortstop in high school. You know, went to went to college as a pitcher. You know, played a little bit of pro ball. You know, and then went in, then went straight into coaching after that. And so you know he kind of I wouldn't say he pushed me, but just you know having someone else in your family that plays baseball and knowing they're pretty good at it, you know, that also kind of pushes you to say like, Hey, maybe I should try it. And, you know, then you could, then as you play it, you know, you kind of fall in love with the game over time. And so, you know, over time, you just, just becomes like second nature to you. <clears throat> That's a uh, very, um, I'm not like a huge baseball fan. Like if I was mm-hmm. pulling for a baseball team, it's the Cardinals. Cardinals I'm you know I'm a Braves fan you know my dad actually you know is a scout for the Braves so we have a little bit of connection there but also you know the hometown Georgia team so yeah I gotta go with the Braves there so what's your thoughts on the MLB Nike jerseys um me personally I think I think Nike I think the Nike jerseys are pretty good I think people like the Brewers jersey is really good I really like you know some of the teams that remade their jerseys yeah um the the Nike swoosh I know some people have a problem with you know where that's placed on the jersey mm-hmm. but um honestly I don't see too big of a I don't see too big of a deal with it I know you know some people are 
not too pleased with the Nike swoosh being on the uh, Yankees jersey just because the Yankees have such a historic jersey and they don't really want, you know, anything else on there. Yeah. But overall, I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with the Nike jerseys. I like the look of them. They're pretty nice. Yeah, when I was looking, I was like, those are some pretty nice uh, uniforms. Um, the Braves jersey is probably definitely still my favorite. The Braves have always done a pretty good job with the jerseys. I really like the uh, Brewers jerseys. They went for more of a cream color this year, and I, I think it looks pretty nice. Um, some new jerseys that I don't particularly like is the Padres. If you've ever seen the Padres new jerseys, they um, last year they had their blue and white, but now they've kind of revert, reverted back to their brown and yellow colors, which I got to say I'm not too big of a fan of. Oh, okay. Um... So, um, what was I about to say? Um, what's your thoughts on the, you know, sign stealing with the Astros? I think, man, that's that's a tough because I got some guys on the Astros that I really like. Jose Altuve was, you know, he was my favorite yeah. player. But um, the whole sign stealing thing, I mean, people have been stealing, stealing signs for a long time. I think it's just the way that the, that the Astros did it you know, using technology and cameras and all that. Yeah. But, I mean, using, you know, technology like that, I think is definitely, you know, definitely harmful to the game. I think it's – I don't think it's right. Um, but then again, sign stealing has been a part of baseball for, uh, for a very long time. I mean, you see guys, you know, when they get on second, they look directly into the catcher to try to get the signs. You know, some teams even, you know, hire people, you know, deliberately to try to get signs and stuff like that. But that's more of a traditional way, and that's kind of just the way that baseball has always worked. But then when you start using some new age technology and trying to do it like that, I think that's where you start to run into some some issues there. Not only, you know, with the game of baseball itself, but with, you know, like legal issues and then with other people as well. Um, so how is like, how are you coping with, uh, there's no live sports? I mean, that's, that's tough. You know, obviously, obviously baseball season is supposed to already started by now. Opening day was supposed to be, you know, a few days ago, yeah. but, um, you know, they're talking about not having, you know, NFL come on maybe this year. Yeah. And, I mean, that that's going to be rough, you know. I mean, how's that going to affect those players and all? But, I mean, as, you know, a sports fan, you know, you kind of just – you feel like you're kind of missing a part of daily life because, you know, sports is sports is generally a part of daily life for most people, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I, I love live sports. Uh, it, I, I kind of don't like watching replays of – like old games. Um, yeah, there, there's no, there's nothing like there's nothing like live sports. You know, with with you see replays, you know how it's going to end. But with live sports, you know, there's 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 no replacing that. Yeah, it's just, it's just very quiet because of this uh, pandemic. It's not really fun anymore. Yeah, there's there's really not much going on. Did you bring this in? There's really, you know, not much going on right now. So, yeah. sports and all that is kind of, it's kind of tough not having it. Okay. Um. So, 
I'll say one baseball team, and you got to give me three words or less how you would describe that team, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, Cardinals. Cardinals. Mm. Think talented, but think a little – I think some – they have some old pieces to them. Mm-hmm. So I say my three words would be talented, rebuilding, which I would say that's one word. So, and um, mm, contenders. I think I think they got a chance. Um, the Reds. The Reds. Yeah. Mm, promising, young, and potential. They've got they've got the potential to be an up and coming team. I think with some of the new additions they made in the off season, people like Trevor Bauer, Mike Mustakas. I think they got a good chance. Okay. Um, what about the Royals? The Royals, man. I'd say not much hope. That's my three words for them right now. <laughs> okay. Um, the Red Sox. Red Sox. I think. Mm, not very smart. That's my three words. That whole okay. whole trading away, you know, Mookie Betts. That's tough. You know. They're losing. They're losing their star player in Mookie Betts, and then, you know, they they spend so much money on players that you know it's going to be hard for them to get you know people in the future just with that whole budget issue. Yeah. Um. What about the Jays? Jays. Yeah. Very young and you know potential. The Very Dodgers. young potential. Dodgers. Oh, Superstar potential. I remember I went to a Dodger game and it was it was Bellinger, I think it was. Oh my goodness, man, he went crazy on that game. I think man, I, I forgot man, last what year, team they were going against. Last year, Bellinger had you know the the game or the year of a lifetime, man. I mean, you know, he had that strong you know rookie of the year season. Came in next year, didn't do. Still did good, but didn't do so didn't do so hot as he did, you know, his first year. And then man came out and competed with uh, with Yelich last year for that MVP. By the way, I still think Yelich should have won that MVP. I think if it wasn't for him getting hurt in those last fifteen games, I think he definitely would have won the MVP. But um, I think the Dodgers have a really good lineup this year. I think you know having somebody like Mookie Betts coming in there to combine with you know Bellinger, you know. Um, Justin Turner, you know, guys like that, Max Muncy. I mean, they got a lineup full of stars. And I think, you know, with somebody like Bueller and Kershaw there on the mound and, you know, Jensen in to close it, I think they really do have a chance to capture. Um, and they're definitely making it to the postseason. And I think they definitely have a chance to, uh, to be favorites for that World Series. Yeah. Um, what about the Yankees? Yankees, I mean, Yankees is always, you know, you got to throw in the word, the word historic with them. That's, that's definitely something you got to play, uh, yeah, put in with the Yankees. But um, let's say playoff contenders, definitely. And um, I think they're definitely going to have a chance at making it to the World Series. I don't think they're, I don't think they're going to be the team to win it. So I'd say, uh, Historic playoff contenders is my three words. Okay, what about the Twins? The Twins? 
man, bright future and uh, potential. Bright future and potential is my three words right there. They're definitely, they're definitely a team that has been overlooked uh, these past few years. You know, scored some of the most runs in baseball last year um, with the addition of somebody like Josh Donaldson. I mean, he can really add to that offense and isn't a bad third baseman over there. And, you know, you got people in that lineup that can really play baseball. And, I mean, they're going to score a lot of runs this year. Okay. Um, what about the Giants? The Giants? Man, liars cannot be trusted. It's just, that's just with the... What about, I guess, the Diamondbacks? Diamondbacks. Ooh. Um, honestly, I'd say, um, diamond in the rough. I think they got some, I think they got some guys that can, they definitely got some all-stars on that team, but, um, I don't think they're quite ready for any playoff contention yet. Okay. Um, did we see the Braves yet? We have not. Um, I think the Braves are Definitely a favorite for the postseason. I don't think there's any question about that. I um, think, you know, they've got some of the most exciting young stars in the game and some of the most exciting players in general in the game. You know, Ronald Acuna Jr., that's, you know, one of the young superstars of the game right now. Ozzy Albies, you know, you got Freddie Freeman, a veteran in there. You know, I think, I think the Braves are honestly, you know, a very good contender for a World Series title right now. Um, will they exactly win it? Uh, maybe not. They got a tough, they got a tough challenge, but um, I think they definitely have a chance to. Yeah. Um, what about the Rockies? The Rockies? Ah, uh, man. Feel like feel like they got some wasted potential in there. Um, I mean, if you got a superstar like Nolan Arenado, you know, at third base over there, best, you know, arguably the best third baseman in all of baseball. And, I mean, they sh- they got no one around him. He's, he's the lone star on the team other than, you know, Trevor Story. They're kind of, you know, my three words for them would be, you know, waste of potential. Okay. Hmm. What about the Phillies? The Phillies? Um think uh think with their new additions i think they've got you know i don't think they're necessarily going to be any any time of a playoff contender but i think you know i think they got a chance to win some games you know i don't think they're going to necessarily be a powerhouse team or even you know very good team i think they got a chance to be a decent team um but um you know phillies really need to look out for bryce harper coming back so um say you know hopeful season ahead for them Okay. Um, what about Miami Mariners? Um, the Mariners or the Marlins? Um, do we get to talk about the Rangers? Uh, mm-mm. Rangers, I mean... I can't see them being a very good team. I see them being an average team. Um, they've got guys like Joey Gallo, Bruno Dodor that you know are going to be decent players, but I can't see them. 
I can't see them carrying that team any further than being, you know, a, a an average team this year. Okay. Okay. Angels. Angels again. I'd say wasted potential. Although they are getting better, you know, you have the best player in all of baseball in center field, Mike Trout, and you, you know, you kind of isolated him for you know his entire career. He's had pretty much no one beside him. Um, but now with the addition of Anthony Rendon in the offseason, I think the Angels are starting to add some more pieces to maybe become contenders. But until they until they get those pieces that they need, you know, I think the I think again, just an average team with, you know, a really good player. Okay. Um, athletics. The A's, I think the A's are I think the A's are going to be a good team. I don't think they're necessarily going to be a playoff contender, you know, powerhouse kind of team, but I think they're going to be, a, you know, very good team during the regular season. I think, um, you know, Matt Chapman is an all-star for that team. Matt Olson is going to be another guy to look out for. Um, with the A's, you know, uh, Ramon Laureano out in center field is an underrated guy, I feel like. You know, Sean Manea. Guys like that up on the mound are going to, you know, be pretty good for them this year okay. um, or in the years to come, at least. And I um, think, think they're going to be, you know, pretty good team. So I'd say, uh, say my three words for them is a good season ahead. Okay. Um, what about the Cleveland Indians? The Cleveland Indians, man. I don't even need three words for them. I just need one. It's cheapskates. Cheapskates. So cheap, man. They got, you know, they're paying, you know, Francisco Lindor, you know, mega bucks. But, I mean, that's that's about the only guy they're paying. That's about the only real guy that, they're, that they've got that I would consider a real superstar on that team anymore. You know, you got Jose Ramirez, who, you know, who was an MVP contender a few years ago, but now it seems like, He's kind of falling down. You know, you got Santana over there at first base, but I can't see him being an all-star again like he was last year. And, I mean, other than that, they really don't have too much, you know, to offer on that team. Okay. What about the Detroit Tigers? Detroit Tigers, man. Three words for them. Complete rebuild mode. They need to just focus on rebuilding you know they've 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 pretty much got nothing there right now. Miguel Cabrera is a fading star of what he once was. Definitely going to be a Hall of Famer, but he's just he's not as prime anymore. Those years have passed, and they just need to try to get everything back in shape. You know, try to rebuild the team that they were. That sounds like the Detroit Lions, but um, <laughs> same city, same problems. Um. What's a good one? Oh, Chicago White Sox. Chicago White Sox, man, they are definitely a young team, but I think they do have potential. I'd say um, young and potential. That's that's my three words for them. You know, you got guys like Tim Anderson coming in there, you know, coming off a career season, you know. Had a little bit of controversy surrounding him and, you know, his home run celebrations, but I don't think that should take away anything from him as a player. You know, hit you know close to three thirty last year, if not over three thirty, I believe. You know, led the league in batting average. I think he'll be a very good player for them in the future. And then they got some rookies coming in there, some young guys that are going to make a big impact. Um, maybe not in their first year, but maybe down the road, 
I think they're definitely going to have some potential. Okay. Um, the Padres. The Padres, man. The Padres have one of the best farm systems in baseball, and it's really showing. They've got some young guys that are going to come up here in the next few years, and I believe they actually have the number one prospect in all of baseball right now, which is definitely going to help them down the line especially now since they've got guys like uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., one of the young superstars of the game, um, had a chance to win that Rookie of the Year last year if it weren't for him getting hurt and that whole uh, Pete Alonso going off last year. Mm-hmm. But um, I think they're definitely, um, you know, my three words for them, you know, rely on youth right now. You know, rely on the youth. Okay. So that's what they got. What about the Baltimore Orlanders. Orlanders. Uh, I can't. Orioles. Uh, the Orioles, man. Yeah. Hurts to even say their name. You know, it finishes. You know, one of the worst teams in baseball last year, and I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna keep that title for the next few years. But I think. Oh. I think they got some. I think they got some youth coming up. They got you know a pitcher like, pitcher like D. L. Hall, who actually uh, came out of Valdosta, you know, where I'm going to school right now. Mm-hmm. Um signed him out of high school. I mean, he's he's going to be a young stud for them coming up in the next few years. I think they've also got some other guys down in line with the prospects. They're going to be pretty good for them coming up. But I don't think they're going to be good for, you know, for, for the years to come. They've still got so much rebuilding to do. Okay. I think we said, like, every team, I think. Um. Ooh, the Brewers. I want to talk about the Brewers real quick. What do you, what do you think of the Brewers? Uh, I don't follow much of baseball, but, um, um, I'm mainly, like, I watch the Cardinals, Dodgers, mm-hmm. once in a while the Braves, but I, I don't, like, follow it that much, but, mm-hmm. uh, you, you could give me your opinion, because, um, I don't watch right. the... Brewers, I mean, they obviously just signed Yelich to that big contract. He's going to be a Milwaukee Brewer for a long time, possibly mm-hmm. one of the best Brewers to, you know, go down in that franchise. Um, they're hoping for, you know, Yelich to come back and, you know, be that MVP caliber player again coming off that season-ending injury. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people wondering if that's going to, you know, hurt his, you know, performance, going to change that for him. Um, me personally, I think he'll come back just as strong of a player as he was last year. And I think we're going to see, you know, the return of Yelich versus Bellinger. But um, the Brewers as a whole, I don't see them being, you know, contenders for anything. I don't see them being, you know, a powerhouse in the regular season. I see them being an average team. They've got some decent players out there, but they've got nobody that's, you know, they don't really have anybody to, you know, support Yelich and, you know, get him to the playoffs, which is kind of sad to see because you see a lot of these stars in baseball, um, Mike Trout, Yelich, you know, they're they're not going to, you know, make it to the playoffs anytime soon. And it's not really their fault. It's just, you know, their team can't compete on the same level that they do. Yeah. So with the um, the Brewers, I say rely on Yelich. Okay. Um, so – uh, some uh, me and you talk. Uh, well, what's your favorite wiffle ball memory when we used to play? Favorite wiffle ball memory? Oh, this has got to be just home run derbies, man. Home run derbies were the best. And I think specifically the time when I hit that home run, I think it was the longest home run we ever hit. And uh, it almost just, went to the backyard, right? 
yeah, it almost it almost went to the backyard across the street, which was and that was crazy. Smack that ball. Um Um What about um how's online classes? Because mine are a pain. Online. Ooh. I don't like them. Not in the slightest. I don't like them. I don't like them. Um I wouldn't say necessarily too difficult. I just say it's boring, man. You don't want to. You don't want to do it while you're at school. So I mean, it makes it even worse. You don't want to do it while you're at home either. It's worse doing it at home than going to it school. It is. I, I don't know why. I I love being at home, but it's just worse doing school at home. I I feel okay. For me, I feel like it's easier to do the work when you're at home because there's less distracting you. Yeah. Or, but you just don't want to do it is the thing and um also i like how the teachers explain it uh, like online is like more difficult than it is like inside of class yeah um that, that was like my biggest flaw with um online classes yeah. cuz i mean directions are not very not very clear sometimes so it can be it's kind of tough sometimes to understand, you know, like, hey, we need you to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your favorite memory of overall? Because one of mine when I was in Georgia was when you stiffed on my brother to the ground. Oh, man, I remember that. Um, man, that was, that was great. Good old automatic backflip. Oh, dude, I, I thought I broke his neck. <laughs> Um, I'd say, I'd say just, you know, doing like one-on-ones, that was, that was, that was so fun. Just doing that. Yeah, doing burn. Burn was, burn was probably like the funnest thing we did besides home run derby because I loved home run derby. Oh, home run derby and you, you get lucky with the extra blitz ball? No, it wasn't luck. It was just, I, I just freaking raked, man. I hate when you hit the blitz ball because it was, it was hard to catch and it, it just moves everywhere. It was, it was, and if you if you hit it, I mean that thing, that thing sailed. Like I have that whistle sound when you hit it, like boop, and it goes. You just hear the whistle sound when it just flies by. Yeah, and it just, and whenever you hit it, it just, it it, cur- it curves like upward. It's it's really weird. It's very weird. It'll go left and it go right. It'll go left and it go right or whatever. Yeah, and then back up, back down. And I hated when I was pitcher pitching the blitz ball because I don't know if it was gonna hit me because I was so close, like pitching it. I remember some. I remember um, Jaden was pitching one time and he got drilled like twice in a row. Yeah, he was like, he, it was probably not going to happen to him again. He and then again. he just, bam. Um, so, have you been doing new hobbies since this pandemic thing? Um, I've been doing card magic because I'm bored. Uh, I ain't been doing too much different. Still try to, you know, work on baseball and all that. And, you know, you know play some video games sometimes. Yeah. Other than that, you know, not too much different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I grab a couple of the news headlines. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, um, 
some claims that um, that you could be cured by coronavirus by bleach. I already tried that and masturbating. Mm, okay. Um, I don't think that's true. I think that's false. I think that's people just trying to justify some reasons. <laughs> yeah, um, I, it, it's one hundred percent fake news. But it's it was a weird headline that I uh, I saw from an article. Um, some some April Fools kind of stuff. Yeah. Some yeah. I was like, what? And um, also I found a truckload of toilet paper burns on a Texas highway. Oh, that's that's like burning gold. Gold it is. Uh, just it is. For a pe- some people are trying to charge with like twenty five dollars for a roll of toilet paper. It's ridiculous. That's, like that's inflation crazy. for toilet paper. And the prices for toilet paper and Germex and all that are just going to skyrocket now that this whole thing's happening. It's but, just I the mean, biggest flex. It's yeah. I mean, if you're an owner of a toilet paper company right now, man, you're making bank. You're making I, so much money. Like behind my room, there's like a huge box of toilet paper. Hey, hey, hey. it's this, like over fifty rolls. You don't need to be putting that out in the air, dude. Someone's gonna come and rob you now. <laughs> oh, I got more than fifty. If if you want some, you're gonna pay me twenty five bucks for it, I guess. <laughs> Shoot, sh- ship me some. <laughs> ship me some down to Georgia. Okay. Um. Uh. Also, uh, toilet paper. Um. Oregon police reminds residents to not dial nine one one for a shortage of toilet paper. <laughs> and there goes my call out the window. Um, also, um, another headline: um, a little girl, little girl celebrates her eighth birthday at Target. <laughs> Man, what, what better place? I mean. At Target, dude. I mean, you, you can get anything you want at Target. I mean, if that little girl wants some milk, she can go down to the, you know, the dairy aisle. You know, she want a toy. They got toys in there. You know, want a new TV? Man, a new PC. Go to the computer aisle. Man, I mean, Target's got everything you want. Um, well, it's a lot of uh information to handle um what 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 were the weirdest is frisbee mint still there that's my question um i haven't seen it actually yes i have i've seen him walking his dog but i haven't seen him like i haven't well i haven't really been outside recently so i haven't seen him like here recently but i know i have seen him like walking his dog a few times Mm-hmm. um Remember the time we were playing football and he came up with his frisbee and asked us if we wanted to play frisbee? in his yard. Yeah. And I think he said his backyard, if I remember. Um I don't know if it was his backyard or not. I think I think we I think we didn't we like throw the football to him and like he threw it back or something? Yeah, it was like that. Then he asked, You wanna play in my yard? And we were like, No, thank you. And um you also told me a story. You invited your dad to his birthday party. Yeah, he did. He came up and uh invited uh invited my dad to his <laughs> birthday party. Um, um it was kind of strange then was it was a couple of days later we see him operating with uh, a saw. Yeah, he was like, yeah, saw in his um 
in his um garage. He was like cutting something. I don't know what. I know he had a super nice dog though. Yeah, he his had dog a really was nice. nice dog. Um, he had a really nice dog. Then um, when I was taking out the dogs in the backyard, um, so if you didn't know, there's a huge lamp post in his backyard. Uh huh. And he, like climb up it. Yeah, he climbed up the ladder and was changing, and I was like, "Hold, <laughs> hold up! Why do you have a why do you have a um a light post in, in your, your backyard?" backyard? It was like you're mm. probably hiding something in that shed here uh, in yours. There's something back there, man. I was There's like something. you don't. I have. I have never seen someone have a light post in their backyard. There's in some, the middle of their backyard. There's some bodies or something back there. I was like, you trying to lure me to something? Um, <laughs> like, I just remember. I just, just remembering him holding his frisbee, he'd always like hold it right up, like right up under his chin with like yeah. both of his hands. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, 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 like. Then he tried to talk to me, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was it was creepy. Um, I was like, he had a really nice dog, but I don't know yeah. what was up with him. He had several dogs, I think, but only one. He only like walked one of them. Yeah, he only walked one, and he had like the old school headphones too. Oh yeah, like the ones from back in two thousand and three. Oh, I think they were like in the nineteen eighties, like type, like the orange like earmuffs. The orange ones with like cord and everything. Yeah, yeah. man, those are. Those I, are... Okay. Living back in the eighties. Um, yeah, so, um, also another uh, question for you. What, um, what mm-hmm. got your uh, interest with uh, dinosaurs? Because you can pronounce any dinosaur name. Man, just, this is something I grew up with as a kid. I can't really, can't really describe to you, um, like, what necessarily got me into it, just because I was, I was into it, just um since i was you know too young to remember but i mean i I remember growing up just watching like watching everything dinosaur that came on you know this stuff just kind of it just interests me and so you know over time i just got more more in depth with it more involved mm-hmm. it, or more involved with it and just just kind of grew on me okay um what's probably the hardest dinosaur name to pronounce hardest dinosaur name to pronounce hmm uh that's that's a tough that's a tough one because there's there's a there's a good bunch of them to pronounce i can i can definitely look one up right now and tell you got my computer here so i can um see if uh see if i can even pronounce some of these because i know there's some that i definitely can't pronounce um there's definitely some things like um, Pachycephalosaurus. That's that's not an easy one to pronounce. Um, I mean, if you look at it, there's um, Carcharodontosaurus, which is definitely not an easy one to pronounce if you look at it. You know, um, yeah. a lot of them, a lot of them are like you look at it and it's mm-hmm. just pronounced a different way than how you than how it looks. You know, Rampyrhynchus. You know? Yeah, like. I could probably like I could do Velociraptor, T Rex, Pteranodon. Uh, it's it's the it's the names that no one knows about. 
Yeah, it's like Nanasuchis. Like you, you taught me how to pronounce that. I was like, what? Yeah, Nanas and a little little crocodile. Yeah. Um. Man, Coelophysis, little small little little dinosaur. Yeah, like Circumimus and all that. A bunch of them. Yeah. And um, a lot of them actually have like similar similar prefixes or suffixes suffix, suffixes to their name it's like the end of their name you know like yeah. dinosaurs with minus you know obviously have the same meaning to their last name um so that kind of helps you you know remember it sometimes so do you know like how the process like they name the dinosaurs like um um like i mean sometimes it's based on a region like um dakota raptor was found in dakota mm-hmm. um you know, and then sometimes it's, you know, um, based off of, like, people who find it. Um, and then sometimes it's also based off of um, just some some random things. Like, there's a dinosaur that recently I discovered, and they named it for Thanos. <laughs> what, Thanos? Um, they named it, like, uh, Thanosaurus or something like that. Um, okay. And sometimes they're named after, you know, gods and stuff like that. Like Quetzalcoatlus was named after the god uh, Quetzalcoatl. Yeah. It's, it's surely a talent to pronounce, like, a whole <laughs> bunch of dinosaur names because I can barely pronounce, like, two. <laughs> um, people come up and just, like, it's like, hey, man, uh, you know, tell me some dinosaur names. Okay. So was that like the biggest ones you know? Um, yeah, some of the ones that some of the you know toughest names to pronounce I can think of right now. Um, what is it? Are you gonna be a paleontologist? Maybe. That's um. That's a plan for you know if you know if, you know obviously if you know baseball doesn't work out that's that's my plan. Yeah. Um, really, I don't know if what I want to do, um, after high school, um, most likely I'm going to go to college, but mm-hmm. I maybe do, um, Air Force ROTC in college. Um, yeah, I remember you did, uh, I remember you did the Air Force, or not Air Force, but ROTC Navy. while you're down here. Yeah, I was doing Navy. Mm-hmm. The uniform was kind of uncomfortable, uh, when you had to hold the backpack in front of your, um, arm or something like that oh yeah y'all, y'all could, yeah. couldn't wear backpacks yeah i was like what what we can't wear backpacks but in um air force here the this uh JROTC, we could wear backpacks which is like thank you blessing that's the one thing i hated about navy was you couldn't wear your backpacks which was pretty dumb just i mean that's just carrying around all day is it's got a weight on your shoulders or on your arm. <laughs> yeah, it's a weight on my arm. Um, what do you do on your spare time, uh, basically? Uh, found anything new or? Um, no, still, still do same old, same old, pretty much. You know, obviously, you know, still doing baseball, but you know, play some video games. You know, do a little bit of you know weights and you know a little bit of workout. You know, in my free time. Mm-hmm. Just trying to, you know, stay stay in shape because, you know, it, you know, if we're still allowed to play, you know, baseball, like summer ball and do travel ball and all that, you know, you still want to stay in shape for that. Yeah. Um, 
you want to debate a little bit? Um, mm. I know you're pretty good we at can. debating. Um, we can. Okay, what's your, uh, do you think the federal government is doing its job of handling the coronavirus? I think, I think, you know, they're doing what they can right now. I think they're, you know, definitely, you know, with, you know, Trump being able to hand out that, um, that extra money to people who, uh, who really need it, you know, I think it's $1,200 to, you know, adults that qualify. And then, you know, if you get a dependent child, you know, you get $500 for that. Yeah. I think, I think a, that'll, that'll definitely help, you know, some of those families in need. Thing B, it will definitely help stimulate the economy a little bit, mm-hmm. and I think it definitely is real helpful. Uh, apparently, when I was uh, looking at it, um, it was ooh. saying again. Um, a, a, a Democrat was talking about like a uh, UBI of a thousand dollars a month, I guess, and um, mm-hmm. like he said, it was it, this should have happened like a. A long time ago, basically. Um, you think that should have happened, or would it helped uh, at least? Are they talking about it should have happened a long time ago in terms of you know this whole virus thing happening? Yeah. Or are they think... like before this virus thing should uh, happened? I mean, just giving out money to people. I mean, that's. It's not really how it works, you know. You, you can't yeah. just give out free money to people, you know, because I mean, then that becomes less of what America is, and that just becomes, you know, kind of socialist, communist. Hey, somebody has more of something than you do, so we're gonna, you know, give some to you. Yeah. Which, you know, I get it. You know, there are people in need, but there are also people in need that are, you know, actually working to try to, you know make themselves in a better situation than what they're in and they're yeah. doing it not just by you know freeloading you know free government money and all that so mm-hmm. i think i don't i don't necessarily think we should just you know give out a thousand dollars every month to people yeah um personally what i think uh the federal government is not doing a really good job at it um they're finally mm-hmm. catching up but, um was it the testing kits they were like worried about? Mm-hmm. Which that's a very important issue, and the numbers are not like fully correct because we couldn't be giving the testing kits. And we didn't have enough. The so. only the only thing with the testing kits is that they're they're not easy to make, and they're yeah, and they're you know not relatively cheap either. So mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think that was the problem. I think when this whole thing was kind of starting out. I think the federal government just kind of saw it as, you know, like, hey, this is, you know, not something too big. I don't think we need to, you know, focus too heavily on it. But then I think as it started escalating more, I think they started kind of saying like, hey, this is becoming a problem. Maybe we should jump on this. Yeah. I think that, I think now they're catching up and they're doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, now, like there's an executive order where, um, Trump is making General Motors make ventilators uh, since, like, there's mm-hmm. a shortage. I think mm-hmm. uh, Georgia is now having a shortage of ventilators, too. Um, I haven't heard anything about it, but I, I don't doubt that it's probably true. I mean, Georgia's one of the most uh, – Georgia's having some of the most issues right now. You yeah. know, they've got some of the most cases, you know, especially 
with Atlanta and that airport up there. Yeah, that's definitely that's being like an issue. Airport. Yeah. So, you know, um, people traveling and all that is obviously going to bring some of it, you know, yeah. here in the, here in Lowndes County, you know, we've already got, you know, 20 people and we're down way South in Georgia. Yeah. Um, it's, <clears throat> it's really huge. Um, causing a lot of problems with the economy. Um, definitely. And then I can't believe we're like the leading, uh, um, country with coronavirus cases. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think, you know, we really, I didn't think the United States would really have too much of a problem, but I mean. Yeah, I thought we would have got the issue done when we, like, started getting cases of it. And I think, I think that kind of mentality was kind of spread around America. And so I think people didn't really worry about the severity of it. And then, you know, that kind of only, that only helped to transmit it further. Yeah. Um. You know, so I think, especially down here in, you know, southern states, you got a bunch of people that, you know, um, just they don't really care too much about the virus. They don't really think about the severity of it, you know, especially down here in the south where, you know, handshakes and, you know, hugs and all that for people, you know, are real common. Yeah, it's very popular down there. Yeah, that that only helps, you know, spread it. Yeah, Um, there's people moving from down New York um getting coronavirus and mm-hmm. new york's also pretty big is new york's huge. having a huge problem with that yeah their shortage of, venula- of ventilators it's um there's huge uh huge issue um they uh they actually found out the other day that um there's a certain type of blood pressure medicine uh can't think of the name of it but it's it's a blood pressure medicine and it actually slows the effects of corona and actually oh, helps out you know fight it because mm-hmm. it's um specifically my father takes uh, some of that medicine so that's one of the things he said you know he's like man this is one thing that high blood pressure's got me so <laughs> um yeah but they've actually you know okayed it you know in uh in new york for you know medical usage if need be yeah, um, doctors are basically trying to prescribe anything that would like slow mm-hmm. the effects down. Um, and they say they say uh, do not take ibuprofen. Ibuprofen actually speeds up the process of um, wow. of the virus. Yeah, uh, time to use those crystals, anti-vaxxers. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> we're not giving them coronavirus vaccine. Um, uh, cheese um but i think it was yesterday it was announced they could get test results mm-hmm. in like 45 minutes or less which is yeah they're, a they're big def- plus yeah they're um, definitely making progress on you know like the test results and all that you know especially as we're getting more tests mm-hmm. and as the tests are getting worked on is definitely going to help us you know mm-hmm. pinpoint exactly how many cases we have and also probably help prevent the spread of it um yeah i heard there's like I don't know if there's like about 200 plus cases of like definitely in like Atlanta. I know Montana just got 200 plus cases today, um, mm-hmm. which is very concerning, which this thing spreads like wildfire. Um, I, uh, speaking of it spreading so fast, I um, actually saw someone 
they uh, took the formula for exponential growth and put in all the numbers that we currently have for coronavirus and actually uh, calculated it out. And, um, and the results is that by May 3rd, if it keeps growing at the current rate, um, everybody in the United States would be affected with it right now. One, one. And by what day? May 3rd. May 3rd. Mm-hmm. Um, um, well, that's with that, like, the social distancing, if I... Yes, that's, that's correct. He just, took, he just took the numbers and put it in. Oh, okay. Um, Which is still pretty shocking. Yeah. Pretty shocking that it can happen, you know, that quick. But luckily, you know, we've got regulations put in place. You know, people are, for the most part, people are, you know, staying the safe distance away from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's very, very concerning. Like, since I have asthma, it's... I have to be mm-hmm. in like isolation. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I know some people. <laughs> I know some people that have uh, have asthma. I mean, they're not allowed to even you know get out of the house. Yeah. Um. Basically, I made this podcast just like the talk to people because I'm like mm-hmm. isolated. Um. I have no one really to talk to at mm-hmm. like, outside of the house. I have like my brother to talk to, my mom, etc. Um, mm-hmm. My dogs, if I go mentally insane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hello, Blitz. Uh, how are you doing? Uh, mm, I remember guy. Blitz. Oh, Blitz yeah. was crazy. Blitz was crazy. Coda was a Coda bear, so um, he, he was just furry. Uh, people <laughs> complain I have little dogs. I don't understand why. The little dogs are great. I don't have a problem with little dogs. I don't have a little dog. I have a big dog, but little dogs are fine. Yeah, um, I used to have a, a huge dog. Uh, I used to have a pit bull and a Rottweiler. So we used to have a Rottweiler. Rottweilers are awesome. Um, awesome dogs. They are. They're great. I don't know why people think they're like horrible dogs. They're really nice. They're so soft. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, and then, like, all they want to do is just play. Yeah, that's all they want to do. Um, also, uh, I guess the last question of this, uh, should we let churches still be open physically, like, go there on Sundays? Because no, that's been a big debate. I do not think so. And actually, and, to supplement this, people are actually, you know, um guy that i personally like to follow and i uh i I, you know watch a lot of his stuff a guy um Mm -hmm. on tiktok and instagram has actually opened up a huge uh like a church service that he does you know every he does every set date i can't exactly tell you you know when and when the Mm -hmm. time is and everything like that but um Mm -hmm. actually goes on live and you know he actually you know has a full service you know, just to, you know, supply people with, uh, you know, the same church, you know, qualities just over online uh, means like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, they, what they say is so they're limiting their First Amendment of like freedom of religion. Um, well, I mean, at this point, it's, it's safety. A, it's a decent point, but it's about safety of the people more than, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and they're going like the prison and all that and they're like and mm-hmm. so apparently 
what I'm learning um, from it is they're trying to take advantage of that and so they could get more don donations, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I don't believe it 100%, but I could understand probably a little bit. Um, yeah, I know, I'd, say I'd have to agree with you on that one. Um, I know a pastor got arrested uh, for uh, having their churches open for um, on Sunday and having people come. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not safe at this point. And, you know, there's, there's you know, better things that you can – there's other things that you can do. I know, I know church is a big part of people's life, but, I mean, you can still definitely go home and, you know, read the scripture and all that. You know, I don't think – I don't think you have to go to church to, you know, fulfill your duty as, you know, a Christian. I think I think you can um, – you can go home, still read the Bible and all that. And then I yeah. think also, you know, you can always tune into these to, like I said, you know, the churches online that people ones. are doing online. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. um, people have, because people have made really big efforts to push those out into the media. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very important for like the community and all that. Um, mm -hmm. It's, it, it's kind of a stress that you don't have like a preacher doing like doing it for you or something like yeah. that um it's uh, a stress on that but it's 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 mandatory for uh, the people mm -hmm. um also one last question mm -hmm. um are, are are georgia schools closed i'm guessing yes georgia Georgia schools, I think it was yesterday, have actually been closed for the rest of the year now. Rest of the year. Um, mm -hmm. um, Montana hasn't closed their schools yet. I hope so soon. I, mm -hmm. I kind of don't want to go back to school, but online classes you. are painful too. But um, mm -hmm. I prefer staying at home. Yeah, but I agree. Do you think it will like the cases like if we don't get this coronavirus in order do you think that we'll have to extend it for some parts of next school year i don't think so i think you know i think this is you know special circumstance you know this isn't you know like we're just missing it because of a snow day or you know yeah. it's you know bad weather or something this is an actual you know like pandemic that's spreading around i think this is special circumstance that they gotta say hold on look now this is this is different than what we've seen before okay um um thank you for popping up in my podcast um no problem it's, it's been a pleasure um I, I would like to do this daily um i want to talk to people um, instead of being isolated in my room the whole entire time and get mm -hmm. to know them more so, sounds good to me. I'll definitely be tuning into your podcast. Definitely be listening to them, yeah. and uh, look forward to probably being on here again sometime. Yeah, um, just uh, hit me up if you want to pop up on uh, another episode on my podcast. All right, thank you. I definitely will. This has definitely been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. Um, Whoever wants to come, just message me or email me. Um, but thank you for coming. Um, thank you. Stay safe out there. Remember to wash those hands. Um, uh, thank you. And don't, 
touch anyone. Don't touch anyone. <laughs> Doesn't even matter. Don't touch your parents. Stay Don't even touch yourself. Stay six feet away apart. <laughs> Don't even touch yourself. Just one. I can't. I can't touch myself. Oh. <laughs> Took it too far. <laughs> Took it too far. Um, thank you. Um, so we're going to end it here. All right. Bye.